This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds, well, without the computers, talking about the Philadelphia Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo, it is another edition of the Bryce Harper coming to the Phillies podcast. Jack Fritz, James Seltzer coming your way. Jack we might get Bryce freaking Harper. We've talked about it a lot. I actually, I've said many times I thought they were going to get Bryce Harper, but it's becoming real, Jack. Bob Nightingale with the article that took Philly by storm yesterday says, quote unquote, you can bank on it, Jack. Uh, is this happening? Is this real? Are we living in real life, Jack Fritz? I don't want to have premature heart accolation, but, <laughs> but. I just think it's I, I think it's a done deal. I do I, too. It feels like it feels like the LeBron thing last last summer where it's like where it's like everyone knows what's gonna happen, but they can't come out and definitively say it's gonna happen. And listen, I just want to prepare Philadelphia. Like cause it's not gonna happen for I would think like a month. It's not gonna happen until the winter, winter meetings. meetings. It'll be the winter meetings and, in Vegas where Harper's from. It makes exactly, all the sense in the world. Exactly. He's gonna wait to announce while he's at home in Las Vegas with like a huge ass press conference. Yep. It's gonna be great. Um Ah, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be great. Um, so it's gonna be, it's gonna be a long month. This is gonna be the longest month be, of my life. It's gonna be brutal, man. I, I really I'm just don't like waiting and I'm waiting. not looking forward to it at all. I Jag, you might not know this about me. Ask Emily, my wife, about it. She'll tell you a lot about it. There is nothing on this planet that I hate more than waiting. I hate lines. I hate being patient. It's just not who I am. I know it's a flaw, but I hate it. I hate it. And now I gotta do well, it. buddy. It, <laughs> not gonna be great. Now for you me, have Jack. to you have to wait a month for the. Like one thing of the most, I want the most in the world. The, one of the most impactful trades, or one of the most impactful free agent signings in Philly's history. The, the, and the. It's, the it's the one that's going to shape the next 10 years of this roster. Oh, like if, God. If, 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 if they don't get Harper and Machado, it's like, what are we going to do for the next 10 years? So him get Harper coming here, it's... And, and here's what's going to happen within the next month is there's going to be another team that jumps in and it's going to be a lot like LeBron with the Sixers. It's going to be whoever Scott Boris decides to make the patsy that he's not going to. And man, he is trying his hardest to get the, to get the Yankees involved. And they keep saying no. Like, <laughs> yesterday he comes out and says like, says like, yeah, we're trying to get him. He, he could play first base easily because the Yankees need first base. He's, sure. trying to, he's trying his best. The Yankees aren't going to do it. The Yankees nope. are going after Machado. Machado was their guy. He loves New York. He wants to be the next A-Rod. All that fun stuff. Like, Machado to the Yankees is happening. And and everyone is falling out of the Harper sweepstakes. The Cubs can't afford him because that fraud Theo Epstein is not good at his job and makes a bunch <laughs> of bad free agent signings. <laughs> oh, and eventually man. people are not going getting into this. People today. are going to realize that well, he is a bad GM okay. that is only good at building teams, well, he's not, not, a GM, not maintaining them. Yes. Um, the the Giants like keep, people keep throwing the Giants in there, and I just don't get it. Like, why are we throwing the Giants in this? They have Buster Posey who's old and ruined baseball with the Buster Posey rule. They have Madison Bumgarner who has one year left on his deal mm-hmm. and has a declining strikeout rate and is mm-hmm. pretty much like washed at this point. I don't think that's true, but I but the point is is I I don't think he's going to be a giant after this season. Like, why if you if you're Farhan Zaidi and you just got there and you have this like he gave up a five year contract. Well, and especially the way Farhan has gone about his business until now, not someone who goes out and just spends a bunch of money on no. players. That's not his MO. No. So the Giants don't make sense. The Cardinals, Bryce Harper does not want to live in St. Louis. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if it's baseball heaven or whatever you try to <laughs> Best say. Fans in the world, Jack. Yeah, they're so polite and nice. They're the best. Midwest. Yeah. No. He's not playing in, in St. Louis. So uh, it all signs of point. The, I, I am worried if the Nationals get back involved, but I almost feel like 
they're ready to move on. They're ready to go with Robles, Juan Soto, and Trey the, Turner. Mm, yep. Those kind of guys. Yeah. Uh, look, uh, and coming up later, uh, we will hear Jack Fritz do a little singing. We're doing us. it? We, we're doing it. I don't know it if is I wanna, happening. A little drops I don't know, Jupiter coming I don't know later. if I want to do it like... I don't know if I want to do like the first verse, maybe, or when I really get into it. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. You just gotta, you have to go all out. I mean, those are the rules. I'm gonna go all out. I just don't know if I want to do the whole song. Well, we'll find out. That's okay. coming up later. Plus, we're gonna give you our perfect off season, but more on Harper, uh, Jack. Um, first and foremost, to your point there, I don't. I think Machado to the Yankees makes a lot of sense. I still think there are other options for Machado, and I do still think the Phillies will be in on Machado, but. The Harper thing from the beginning has made the most sense to me when everyone was talking about Machado being a better fit. I've always been on the Harper thing. And, I mean, it's it's just hard to believe to think about, like, we could actually get to watch Bryce Harper play 162 or more baseball games next year every day. You get to watch that guy play. And um, the excitement just builds and builds and builds, like you said. That's why next month is going to be hard as hell for me, Jack. It's just going to – we're going to see – Bryce Harper play every single day in a Phillies uniform. Oh, and like that's just crazy to think about. It's wild to think about, man. James, it's last wild. Night, last night I went home and started drinking, of course, and of course, <laughs> and and I was I watched a forty-five minute Bryce Harper documentary. You are such a nerd, and I love forty-five it. minutes of just of just I was just I was drooling from the mouth watching Bryce Harper, like this, his story, how hard of a worker his dad was, mm-hmm. like, you know, he's not, he's not some spoiled kid born in third base, his dad was working in uh, building train tracks out in Las Vegas, like, this guy knows hard work, <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> well, about and here? that's one of the whole narratives that I never got, I mean, if you've watched Bryce Harper play at all, if you watch the way he goes about his business, that dude wants to win, he wants to be the greatest ever, he cares about his legacy, he cares about being great. He's the exact type of guy that we would want in this city. This city is going to love Bryce Harper. And uh, let's just let's just start debunking narratives really quickly. Sure. We, we, I feel like we have to do this on this, on this podcast that's, that's the whole to, point. to keep ourselves sane. Um, there's going to be people who say, "Oh, you can't give him that long of a contract. That's ridiculous." He's 25. Like, yeah. it's not, stop bringing up pool holes. Stop bringing up all these other. This contracts. is un- unprecedented as far as a free agent goes. There's never been him and Machado, but there have never been free agents who are that age. With the level of accomplishment they already have in Major League Baseball going on the market, it's never happened. It is, it is. They are generational free agents, right? So it's just like I, I've already seen it happening. Like, oh, he's he's gonna be so much money. And listen, I understand the money thing, but you're telling me that I don't. I I think I think he's worth every penny you're gonna give him. Uh, I, he I, probably won't be in the what, long run. But here's the thing: I, I, I think he might be. Look. It is a unique situation. Usually when those contracts are signed, and granted, the Pools one is an epic disaster, but usually when those long deals have been signed, the concept behind the deals have been, all right, the first five years of the deal will be so good that the back three, back four, whatever, will be paid off in the first four years of the deal, the first five years of the deal, because you get so much value out of those years. Harper's last three, if they give him a 10-year deal, he's still going to be 34 at the end yep. of it. I mean, it is unreal. Yeah, the, and it's, the, the youth and the the potential that is on display and that they can actually sign to a contract. And what's crazy is that it's not improbable that he could get even better. The guy's 25. It's, he, it, I mean, based on history, he will get better. Yeah, I mean, he's not even in his prime yet, technically. 27 is generally the time you see players hit their physical peak. All right, so um, and another thing we're going to hear a lot, and you're going to hear callers call in or tweet and say, he batted 249 last year. Mm-hmm. Let me give you his second-half numbers last year after the All-Star break. 300 batting average, 
434 OBP, 11 homers, 46 RBI, uh, a 538 slugging percentage, and a, and a 972 OB, OBS. Jack, this is a guy who, granted, <laughs> better what, 330-something one year, 319 another year, and also, do you know how many players currently playing in Major League Baseball have had an over 1,100 OPS in a season? I think he's the only one, right? No one else. Right. He's the only, Mike Trout has never had an over 1,100 OPS in a season. Yep. Bryce Harper did that. At the age of like 23 or 24. 22. 22. I mean, that is so unreal to think about when you think about the history of baseball. It, it just, this stuff doesn't happen. And with Harper, the pedigree has been there his whole life. The LeBron of baseball, that whole thing. And he is living up to it. And like you said, Jack, I think the best, and it's hard to say that when we're talking about a guy who had an 1100 OPS season, again, no one else in baseball has done that. And I still think the best is yet to come for Harper. I agree. I think the best is yet to come, and now he's... He, my main concern with Machado was that if he got the money, he would check out. Yep. And there's a lot of people in baseball who are saying the same thing. You're hearing that. I am not worried about that with Bryce Harper, because Bryce Harper, you mentioned earlier, he cares about winning. He cares about um, uh, being the face of baseball. Yep. He loves all he cares that stuff. about his legacy. He wants to be an all-time great. Right. And I just... I think, I think adding him here will kind of take the pressure off of Reese Hoskins, and it'll, it'll allow Reese to kind of just be your first baseman. Big time. Be like a... You know he's not he's not like a a, a super marketable guy. Reese Hoskins. No, he's quiet. He's a thoughtful guy. He's clearly very bright, but he's not a uh, uh, enigmatic personality. You and know? I think when he struggled last year, it was because he felt all the pressure on his shoulders to be like the guy. Yep. And he's got to carry the, carry the team, and you know they're going through an offensive swoon, and and he's got to be the guy to bring them out of that. Harper's here. I think it's only going to make Reese Hoskins better, and it's just going to it's going to energize. It's going to energize. I think it's a perfect word for it. The city is going to be buzzing on opening day. It's uh, like we got to go see Harper. I'm so excited. Like I, 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 and I think it's. I think honestly, for as much as I think Harper would like to be here, and I've heard from a, a little birdie that ooh. that Jason Worth is pushing Philadelphia. So ooh. and Jason Worth is, is all the Jason Worth haters. Yeah, yeah. Might he take might a step back. He folks. might be helping us out here. Might take a step back. Um, I just think that we Harper. We're a pro Jason Worth podcast. By we've the way. long been a pro Jason Worth. Exactly, podcast. it's one of our main platforms. <laughs> on, it's it's on, part of our brand. It's on said podcast. So, um, but like, it, it's just like Philadelphia. He, I think he'll. I think, I think. But what is so? What, he talks about Washington fans, and there's just such a difference. Oh my god! When you're talking about fandom. Oh my god! And I think, I think one thing that that Worth is definitely reminding Jay, uh, Bryce is like what baseball is like in this town when you're winning yep because it is electric it is just a it's a different level of excitement there's just a different even last year when there was there were 30 thousand like it was good night there in first but place. like yeah like the Dodgers series with chase here you could you remembered what it felt like there's still there's still a, a different level of buzz and you just don't get that with nationals fans like it's just because they're, they're, they're they've never been there before and their team has only been there for 20 years or whatever yeah, i mean they're not there's no history there's there no history there so i just I, I just think the 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 excitement, the energy, the 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 Harper like there's gonna be there's gotta be something in right field next year with with Harper there. Oh like yeah, the fan groups bring them back. Bryce's boys, yeah, or whatever, something, something like that. It, and I just Harper's heroes. There's so much there's so much impact with Harper coming here. Not only will the team get better, 
not only will it allow players to settle into a role, not only will there be more people in the stands, like we're going to be able to talk baseball almost year round, and it's going to be a lightning rod. It's probably going to struggle, and there's going to be clown, it's a clown statement, bro. Yeah, there's going to be people calling in, being like, "Oh, it's not worth the money." Blah, blah, blah. I can't wait for that. It's just like <laughs> from the jump. I mean, we saw how quickly people were ready to turn on Gabe. Right. Uh, yeah. They, didn't, they actually it, never gave him a chance. Gabe, to him, Gabe and Harper are going to be best friends. That's I can't all I wait. That's I, all I, I think it's going to work well. Um, it is. Uh, look, and again, we 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 know we've dealt with disappointment before. We're not saying it's a hundred percent lock or anything, but I really do feel confident. And when you see what Nightingale had to say, when you see Jim Salisbury followed up and say there is literally not a single person at the GM meetings that he can find that doesn't think Harper's going to the Phillies, I mean, it's pretty strong, Jack. Uh, it's a strong again. Anything can happen. Still, he has not signed on the dotted line, yeah. but it. You tweeted out, and I thought it was a really good way to put it. It felt like in Nightingale's article, like that Bryce Harper going to the Phillies is the worst kept secret in baseball. And, and LeBron yeah. thing's a really good comparison because everyone knew for a year, like, he's going to Lakers, going to Lakers. And then he went to Lakers. Yeah, and there was teams, like, trying to, or there was made-up stories about the, the you know, Sixers, Sixers and whatever. It's just like, there's gonna that's going to happen in the next month. It's going to happen. There's going to be well, something. Well, and Boris, uh, for what it's worth, the best in the world at this. It is, there is, no, I don't think there's anyone who's ever been better at, well, as an agent, really, as a sports agent, but at the ability to... Make it seem like there is more t- than one team bidding when there's only one. Team yeah, bidding. I'm. I'm worried that Clintac's gonna bid against find himself. a way to overpay. Yeah. Um. Because I was listening to uh, Richard Justice and someone else yesterday, and they were saying how um, uh, in the A Rod discussions that the Rangers ended up paying a hundred million dollars more than the Braves just because every time the Rangers <laughs> called, insane. every time the Rangers called, he would just take the number and and not call them back. So they would just start panicking and start upping their offer wow. by twenty five million. So, so don't do that, Matt. No, Matt, stay strong. Stay, stay strong. Strong. Ten years, three fifty. Just leave it at Which that. Which I think is a good offer. I, I think it's a fair offer. Also, like, how about that Nationals offer? Like, that was a ten years, three hundred million. Oh, I meant to say that. I I genuinely truly, and this is why when you said you're a little worried about the Nats coming back in, I'm not at all. I really truly believe the Nationals made an offer so they could say to their fan base, "Hey, we tried. We we tried to get Harper. We made a pitch. He didn't want to be here." Sorry, guys. We're going to move forward. Yeah, but with if you're smart. Robles and Soto and all that, their fans aren't smart. It's fine. Nobody cares down there. They can get away with it. Yeah, it's just like, I mean, he was never going to be less paid than Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah. Like, he did not I, enter I, into Very clearly. He didn't enter but, into the But to their fan to base, they could say, hey, look, no one's ever had a $300 million contract in, in Washington or this or that. You know, like, we, we made the biggest offer we've ever made to anybody. Yeah, I, mean, I just. I, I, I think it was. I think it was. Somewhat, you know, I think they knew that Harper was not going to accept it. Is is really the point. yeah? It was a it was a deal designed to fail, especially with no opt outs. Yep. Um, and, and and another thing that I want people to remember: if they go thirteen years, four hundred million, that's been thrown around today. Um, there's going to be a ton of opt outs in that. Ton I would of think opt-outs. three. Yeah. There, there's going to be a team option, mutual option, and a player mm-hmm. option somewhere in there. So when you see when you see whatever number, even if it's ten years, three fifty, just remember there's going to be opt outs. So if you're freaking out about wow, he's going to be here for ten years, which is going to be awesome. But also remember that there's going to be plenty of opt outs for if he if he gets hurt, if he you know if he's not somehow not good. Um, there's going to be plenty of opt outs, so don't worry about that. Um, overall dollars is one of the main. Yeah, things. and also and the AAV. Look, it all it all comes down to what he's making per year, at least for those guys. You know, he wants the sticker price. You want to say biggest contract in Major League Baseball history, regardless, I, I, I think, which it will be. It'll be more than three hundred thirteen million. It will be well three twenty five. Is that what I thought Sam was three thirty. Oh, it's thirteen for three twenty. Okay, you're right. Yes. So it'll be more than that. It'll be more than that. Um, it'll be. I, I just. I think 
350 million is 35 million a year, which is more than Granky. Good math by you. Which is why well, I looked it up. I don't believe it. Actually, it was actually written out for me. So simple. That's simple math, Jack. I don't do math. 350 divided by 10? Anything no, no, divided no, no, by no, no, 10 no, no. is simple. I know. I know. But what I'm, <laughs> the point I'm making is that Granky is 34 million a year. So he wants more than that, and he wants more than Giancarlo. So I think, I think 350 is just a good number. Yep. And look, it, it, I could see it being more. I could see it being 400 for 12 years or something. Be crazy. I don't think it will be. I don't. But I, I, I look. City, I can't wait for the first. Uh, ah, it'll be great. They're paying him that much to play a game, dude. Yeah. You fucking kidding me? <laughs> I work nine to five, fucking construction. This guy's gonna come in here. Which is fair. Look, uh, you know, we all work, we work hard and stuff. But th- this is what it is. That's the thing. I think that also, and it, and partially because look, the Phillies have not. You know, the Arietta thing was was the most recent, the first time in a while that the Phillies had kind of dipped into high-priced players since the market has really shifted. I mean, baseball players just cost a lot of money now. Right. That's what it is. But one thing that I'm glad you brought up Arietta because we have to start considering the Boris connection with with the Phillies. Is that Marxy? Turtle. Uh, Just give him the finger. Yeah, that's why I gave him the finger. Um, We have to start factoring in uh, this the Boris connection here. Yeah. You oh, have, I, I big time. You have Arietta. You have Nick Williams. Reese you have Hoskins. Vince Velasquez. You have Reese Hoskins. All these guys. And um, I want to get into it for a little bit for a second. Um, they but before we get back to more important things like Bryce Harper. But they have shown interest in the Japanese lefty uh, Unichi Kachuchi. I don't know how to say his name. I'm guessing that's not it. Yeah, it's, not, it's probably not even close. <laughs> the Japanese close. guy. Go right. ahead. Anyway, he is a Boris client as well. Mm-hmm. So if maybe Boris is saying, "Hey, show interest in my guy, bring up his market, I'll, I'll, throw I'll you deliver a bone you." And... It feels like it's a bunch of bone delivering. Well, that's what it all is. <laughs> well, because and if you remember last year, the when, bone collector. Yeah, yeah. You remember, <laughs> you remember last year? Remember last year in spring training when Arietta signed? Boris and Middleton were talking for a long time. Yeah. People keep mentioning how Middleton and Boris are boys. Good. So, and I, I just great job, John. Everything that comes out, these guys are all Boris guys. So, um, and one thing on the Japanese lefty, I think it would be a disaster signing. I don't want him at all. Yeah, you, you did a little uh, amateur scouting of him, I yeah. noticed. Well, it's not amateur when you're talking about me. I mean, well, I meant in the sense that you're going off YouTube videos and stuff. <laughs> all right, guy? Yeah, well, I mean, I can, I can just have- <laughs> Not your ability, not every, all right? Shots fired Listen, there. not everyone has the eye. What do you want me to say about that? I don't know. I, like, it's, what do you mean? So that? why would it be a disaster? Because he only struck out 153 and 160. Three innings. It's not great in I Japan. Know, that's not good at that's all. That's not. That's not great at all. He's already having shoulder issues. And, great. And, it's a good start. And the one, the one thing I noticed while watching is that he like brings his arm down and wraps it around his back before throwing. It's weird. And if you just like, if you just do that, it, you can just feel the the, the strain the on your shoulder. So like, he's not going to age well again. Yeah. But his fastball does look like Cliff Lee's. If we're being Shoulder injuries, worse than elbow injuries. Especially with like... Nothing worse than a shoulder injury for a pitcher. A lot of Japanese pitchers seem to have arm issues. Mm -hmm. I'm just not interested. I understand like he could have number three or two upside, but for the money I think he's going to get, like 50-some million, eh, I'd I'd rather not. I'm in on that. Speaking of that, and uh, and Bryce Harper... I had one more Boris point. Okay, lay it on me. One more Boris point. Uh, In relation to Nightingale. Okay. So people are kind of discrediting Nightingale. Bob Nightingale in the this last couple... This is uh, Joe Giglio tweeted right, this out. Right. Yes. Arietta to the Phillies. D-backs with the best offer for J.D. Martinez. Uh, he had he had J.D. to Boston, mm-hmm. and he had Hosmer to Padres, which are all Boris clients, and Bob Nightingale has been a Boris guy. So it feels like Boris leaks stuff to Bob Nightingale, and that's why this is happening. Right. And uh, and look, maybe you can... Oh, Boris is playing people off other people. You can always think that maybe Boris is using Nightingale to 
show that the Phillies are super interested to get another team that he thinks is in or whatever. Look, there's a million ways around it. I think the big takeaway is Jack and I both believed the Phillies were going to sign Bryce Harper before all this. And when all this information keeps coming and guys like Jim Salisbury, um, who is not a Boris guy, <laughs> is saying it as well locally and stuff like that. It's just, Scott Lauber too. Yeah, it just... I, I believe they're going to sign Bryce Harper. I feel really good about it. Uh, with that in mind, Jack, and you mentioned the Japanese pitcher, who we will both not even attempt. You already attempted. I won't attempt to butcher his name. I'll just say the Japanese pitcher. Yes. Um, perfect offseason. We're talking a little bit about this. So, And I think we could both just say signing Bryce Harper is the number one thing on both of our lists. But yes. how do you want this offseason to play out? Like, If you had your druthers, Jack, and we know the Phillies are going to be active, in on a lot of things, a lot of moves, give me your perfect offseason, Jack. Well... James, I have, a, for this. I have a loaded offseason. Yes. And I, what Jack. I don't have written down, and I'm going to surprise you with. Ooh, I like surprises. Real quick, just so people know, is <laughs> is I walk in one morning, and I, Jack texts me in the morning and says, don't throw it out. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking well, about. Well, I texted okay. you, no. The first text you said, I left a surprise on your That's desk. what it was, and on don't your, throw it out. So yeah. I'm like, what, all right, so like, what, what kind of surprise am I going to want to throw out? This is weird. And then I get there and taped to my door in the morning is Jack's perfect offseason, which was just a fun thing to walk into. Yeah, that's I aim I aim to 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 catch people by surprise. You do you do, my and friend. I you like do. I like surprising I people. think we might catch some people by surprise later with drops of Jupiter, but perfect off season. I don't know, man. Like uh, I got a little sore throat and Uh-oh. I got some mucus in my throat. Uh-oh. Um Uh-oh. anyway, so I don't know how this is going to happen. Um but I have decided I have uh, the official Jack Fritz Trade of the offseason. Major trade of the offseason. Ooh, big trade. Big trade. My trade. My personal trade. Yes. I am trading Cesar Medina. Ooh, oh, so this is a real trade. It's a real trade. Cesar Medina. Um, I can't trade the, that guy. One other... One other if I, I may put a double in it. I don't know if I'm going to put a double in okay. it. Okay. But I'm thinking about it. I, we'll, we'll come back. We'll come back to that. Okay. And another Third prospect. Third piece to be a player to be named. Another prospect to the Royals for Whit Merrifield and Danny Duffy. I want Whit Merrifield so bad on this team. Okay. He led the majors in hits last year. He is a machine. He is the next Daniel Murphy. If, if we're looking at, but he's, he can actually play defense. Like yeah. he's he's Daniel Murphy from a from a he's a he's a before the 2015 postseason Daniel Murphy. Like high average, not many homers, and then boom, explosion with the home runs. Okay. Like, like Whit Merrifield can play second base, little speed there. He too. can play center field if you need to. I like Whit Merrifield. I just think he's. You don't have to sell me on Whit Merrifield. No, I, know. And I, and I, I want, love that part of it. Here's what you got to do. You got to sell me on wanting Danny Duffy. Danny Duffy is a obviously he had a tough year last year, a, a, a horrendous year last year. A, I owned him. For <laughs> he was like, so bad. Hold on, before before as he, someone who owned him in fantasy and thought I got a steal. It was not a steal. Yeah, but he's two years removed from a very good year. He is. And he's, and, and and he's, he's got it. That's what I was about to say. I mean, one of the better contracts. So basically, in I'm, I'm, taking a shot on da- uh, I'm taking a shot on bounce back Danny Duffy. And two years ago, he had a 381 ERA with a 346 FIP. So um, basically. Did you say FIP. FIP. Bounce back. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Whit Merrifield is my main target this offseason. One. After Bryce After Harvard. Bryce Harvard, because he doesn't strike out. Okay. And I, when, he, when you get into a playoff series, and what we saw with the Red Sox, we saw with the good teams in the postseason, was they, they were able to string together hits. And they're able to get hits and keep guys and keep the, rent, the line moving. And I think Whit Merrifield does that. He's also cheap. Let me read his numbers last year. 304 batting average, 367 OBP, 45 stolen bases. I didn't realize he had that many. I knew, he, I knew he, he ran. Le- he's, led le- he's led the league in stolen bases the back last Back-to-back years. years, yeah. Um, he led the league in hitting this year. Um, and he also had 12 homers. He put him in Citizens Bank Park, 15 to 20. Look, Whit Merrifield's a really good player. I think he's just a winner. I, 
<laughs> His arms are outside right now. Um, <laughs> Winner. Um, no, he's my move. He's my main I, move. I really like the move. And again, I'm not a huge Danny Duffy fan, especially because he seems like an asshole. Terrible guy. Terrible guy. <laughs> terrible but guy. I, get, I, I think that is the type of guy with, based on the contract and the past performance, that there is upside in, in going for a guy like that in, a, yep. in a, addition to the main target of the trade being Merrifield. I would make that trade. Uh, you... The the trade you've suggested, I would give those guys up for it. I think what Merrifield is a difference maker yes. for this team, and I think he just fits a lot of different holes you could plug him yep. into. Should I keep going, or do you want to get? Or, yeah, or, or are you doing tra- are we trading? Can we go back and forth. Well, I think right. I think it'd be better if I laid out my whole plan. Okay, you and lay then out all your plan, plan, then I'll lay out my plan. Okay, go ahead. I'm listening. Um, I'm trading Nick. And there are a few either ors obviously on the plan. Cool. I got yeah. I am trading Nick Williams to the Minnesota Twins for Taylor Rogers. Now Taylor Rogers is right an that. actually good lefty. I like Taylor Rogers. Uh, one eighty upside there. One eighty batting average against against lefties last year. Okay, a monster against them. Nick Williams. I mean, he's fine, but I think I think this is good value for him. I want to start trading guys for bullpen pieces. I want to build a dominant bullpen because of Gabe Kapler. So do I. We have a different take on it. You'll see my way of going. Go cool. ahead. Uh, I'm signing Jay Happ to be my four starter. You you love Jay Happ. I just. Listen, I saw on MLB seventy five years old. No, I, I, uh, Heyman projected Heyman projected him as getting two years, twenty six million. You know who doesn't know anything? John Heyman. No, I'm just kidding. No, it wasn't him though. It was him. I'm just and kidding. A, and, a, and a guy. I just in the feel business. like he throws a lot of stuff against the wall. Understood. Understood. But Jay Happ, I, he's a. Rel- I'm like Arietta. Jay. I don't know whatever it is. I think that he goes by Jay. Jay Happ. Jay Happ. If you say it fast, it's J A. <laughs> think about that. Think about the next time you you you, you slander <laughs> me in the middle of well, podcast. You give me crap for how I pronounce things. I'm gonna throw it. Back you said Rendon. Anthony Rendon has been in the league for five years. You are no baseball. The fact Jay that you, Happ has been in the league for for a decade. Jay Happ is different than J.A. Happ, and Jay Happ is different than Anthony freaking Rendon versus Anthony Rendon. Yeah, I think it's the same thing. Oh, what's get the out. difference? You're saying the guy's name wrong. But you I are supposed to, that's what I expect from the camera. <laughs> you just said his name wrong. But it's J-Hab. That's, it's J-A-J. It's J. the same thing. J. Rendon and Rendon is completely different. What are you talking about? Rendon, Rendon. It's just a pronunciation. It's the exact same thing. No, it's not. Move on. It's ridiculous. All right. You want, anyway, J-Hab. You want J-A-Hab here. I Got want it. J-Hab to be my 4-5 <laughs> because he's reliable, unlike Jake Arrieta. I am trading Pat Neshek. For J.D. Davis. Finally bringing my son <laughs> to Philadelphia. I Look, I love it. Uh, Anything to get Nishak off this team I'm with. I cosign. Get out of here, Pat. J.D. Davis is a nice upside pick next to Max guy. Muncy. It's all right. You can can play third base, can play left field. Whatever you got I like it. Um, I'm signing Garrett Richards. I know he's going to be out for the entire season. Upside. That's but fine. if he comes back in 2020, 2020, also, all right, so two twofold here. I think Richards could be dominant in the back of a pen. He could be in like in a in a Valdi role, mm-hmm. like last year in the in the postseason, or he can start wherever you need him. Also, best friends with Mike Trout on the Angels team. Really? Yes. So okay. give me that. Garrett Richards. Fan of that. Signing Marwin Gonzalez, obviously, plays everywhere. Phillies player. Not a little overrated offensively. Not great offensively. And it's watching the postseason, I don't think he can hit a curveball or yeah, he knows what it looks great. like. But plays everywhere and has value in that way. I agree. Trading, I, I think he might be priced out of what the Phillies want to do, but go ahead. Probably. Trading Michael Franco, I don't know if it's going to be just Michael Franco, but a package to the San Diego Padres for I have Kirby that Yates. Too. I have a different package, though. Okay, for Kirby Yates. Michael Franco, obviously the Padres have shown interest before. I love the idea of trading him. There. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, my under-the-radar bullpen piece, Carson Smith. Woo! 
Ooh. Always hurt. Just because he's a Carson? Is that one? <laughs> no. No? Okay. No. Always hurt, but when he pitches, he's actually I really liked nice. him in Seattle. Obviously, not as good in Boston, but when he was healthy, he was really good. Yes. And I'm trading prospects for Will Smith. Love Will Smith. Another I like lefty. the idea of a prospects for Will Smith for some type of pitcher like that. Um, I actually kind of approach the bullpen a little differently, and I do like the idea of trading for bullpen pieces, but there's some really nice pieces you can sign. There is, there but well. I, I, I want to hear what you have to say first. Okay. Perfect offseason. Bryce Harper. Bryce Done Harper. deal. Bryce Harper. Signed, sealed, Bri- delivered. I, I just wrote Bryce Harper 10 times. That's all you have to do. Okay. Um, I considered Manny. And and look, we're talking perfect offseason, and the Phillies have been in on these guys. Yeah, but we're, we're a smart, realistic offseason. I'm not saying that. I said I considered it, and I don't think that I am going to do it. Um, I'll go with the trades first. Uh, or actually, no, I'll go with the signings first. I'm signing Patrick Corbin, and I really, really thought about this a lot. I went back and forth on this. How much, though? That Well, that's the issue. I'm not getting out price for Patrick Corbin. If the price gets too high, I'm out. But I am in on the Patrick Corbin sweepstakes. I'm taking the money that I was going to put towards Machado, and I'm thinking about going for Patrick Corbin. I'm not going, if he's going to end up with a $100 million contract or something like that, I'm not doing that. I don't think that's going to happen. I think we're looking at, what, four for 70? Four for 80, potentially, for Patrick Corbin. Probably four for 80. I think that's a the right range for him. He's probably going to want more years, but that's the general range I would want to go for him. He's probably going to get more than that, now that I'm talking it out. But 29 years old. Well, in my mind, he's always 26. Yeah. And it's and always Patrick Corbin breakout year. He was so good this past year. <laughs> I know. Like, legit. Like, his numbers weren't even as good as he it was. Just, it just feels so good to be validated I again. I really like Patrick Corbin. I'd love to have a lefty right. starter here. I feel like we haven't had a good lefty starter in so, so a couple things, couple things. Uh, just because uh, I think it's important to talk about these. I things. agree. So Patrick Corbin, I would say he's a lock to the Yankees. He grew up in Syracuse. He grew up in Syracuse. Yankees family all loves that. it. Loves right. it. All. Already clean shaven. Very unlikely. Don't, don't That's why that. I have some backup. Plans. Oh, no, but, but one more thing on Corbin. I I want to be in on Corbin as well because when I look at the when I look at the system, you don't get another number two upside guy until you reach Sixto. Yep. And even after Sixto, there's really no one else. So if Corbin could be your two, and like I think I'm fine with it. Think about going into a playoff. A playoff series, and you got Nolan Corbin at the top. Nolan Corbin one two, and Oof. then you have six zero on the pen. But um, yeah, and, and I, then and then Wild Carpavetta ready to go. Right, I am in on I am in on Corbin because I don't think there's anyone else in the system that can be a legit number two until you reach six zero status. And when you look at next year's free agent class, there's a lot of high end talent in it. Basically, Mad Bum and Chris Sale, but it's guys who are you know kind of potentially getting to that point where they could be going down the other way. And I think Corbin could still be on the rise. And Corbin. but And another thing to factor in is the injuries. Like, hasn't been healthy. This and that's the, the worry. Year. But he has had Tommy John. He's through that. You hope that that's something that seems to take for a lot of people. Cool. Um, so I'm in on Corbin. If I can't get Corbin, I've got some trades later that I'm considering as well. Um, but then I'm spending money on the bullpen. I, I think there's a, a an opportunity to sign some guys to two-year deals. You know I love Andrew Miller. I think Jake Diekman. Formerly of the Philadelphia Phillies, another Ugh. lefty type of guy Ew. you can get for a year at cheap. Uh. He, he was good in Texas. No, I don't care. He, he was, can't though. Strikes. He was good. He's infuriated. Good in Texas. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm signing Adam Adovino. I just am. Mm. I know he's 33. Get him out of Colorado. I know he's had some injury issues. That dude is ridiculously talented. Yeah, I totally disagree. And I have no interest in Adam Why? Adovino. Why? 33, why. old, throws a bunch of sliders, never has a clean inning. I just Pitch in Colorado. Don't care. He's, He's not going to age well. He throws a bunch of sliders. Love Adams. Old. Adam Adovino, in on Adovino. And I, look, I think Zach Britton's market has completely changed. 
Ugh. goes to New York. I'd give Zach Britton. I'm talking about one, two-year deals you're, here. You're signing a bunch of old pitchers. You're signing bullpen guys who can get out, I'm Jack. trading for bullpen guys who can get well, out. Well, that's fine, too. I'm, Hold I'm, on, did you sign Andrew Miller or did you not sign Andrew Miller? I si- well, Andrew Miller was my top choice. If I can't get Miller, I go to Deekman is what I said. You really want Miller? For two years, at, uh, like 20-something million? Trust the knees. I, look, I don't feel great about it, but I, I I think that when you look at these guys on the bullpen market, and there are a lot of these, like, I, I love the idea of trading, but I don't have to give up prospects to go sign a guy for a year or two. We're talking about short-term commitments. Look, here's what I'm going to say, and however they go about it, I can't watch his bullpen side. Oh, no, no, no. I yeah. can't, and and I'm fine trading for Will Smith. I'm Carson Smith is not the answer. I like him. He's got talent. He's but, under the radar. Right. And I'm all for that. Go out and get arms. My point is, is this bullpen, in my opinion, needs an overhaul. Well, especially especially with Gabe Gabler. I mean, Gabe. He likes this is, to use this his guys, all, man. So if he, if you're gonna have that level of bullpenning, um, like, and you look at the other guy, like I'm not a big familiar guy. What about Robertson? About that was literally the next name I was gonna say. I like David Robertson. I like Robertson too. I think he's gonna age for a well. long time. He's 34, so you know. But I like him. I, look, Joe Kelly, I don't love, mm. but there's upside. I mean, that's I what I'm saying. You go down the list, there aren't guys you can really count on. Kelvin Herrera. Eh. Old. Yeah, well, 29. Yeah, but it's fastball declining. Yeah, I, that's the point. None of these guys jump off the page to you. So, um, I, I look, either way, I think one way or the other, they're they are fixing the bullpen. I'm signing Charlie Martin, Morton, yes. too. I've talked about that. That's my guy. It, and if one other... And it, 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 obviously, I want higher end signings, not the best. But in terms of just one guy I want on this team other than Bryce Harper, it's Charlie freaking Morton. I yeah. want that guy. And he talked about uh, a couple of months ago how he would, he was considering retiring. But obviously, if you're going to get the money, he's probably going to get on the open market. I think it'd be foolish to retire. Um, and he had, he has, his fourth kid is on the way and he wants to live close to home. He, want, he wants to live close to his, parent, his wife's parents' house. And his wife's parents' house is in Delaware. So, Ooh. if so facto. He's going to be a Philly. Done and done. I think I think Charlie Morton's going to be a Philly. I, I'm I really want him. Um, and then uh, just to address the news, there was the report John Morosi, I believe, first had about Craig Kimball. Not in on that. No. No. It's no. a big no. Look, if he wants to sign a one-year deal, sure, I'll take him. Yeah, he's but, not, he's <laughs> no. not going to do that. Look, you saw him in the World Series, saw him in the playoffs. Like, I do like that he got outs, but he was it was a roller coaster watching yeah, that guy and, pitch. And he's and he's been doing it for a while. He's getting older. The stuff isn't quite as good. I, I'm with you. Like, look. One two year deal, sure, sure, why not? But uh, I'm 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 not in on the Jonathan Papelbon type contract. Well, Papelbon's the best closer in Philly's history, so I know he is. I'm just saying I'm not. I don't want to give four years to Craig Kimbrell. Agreed. And he had a uh, he had his highest FIP of his career this year, increasing walk rate. The work of FIP there, yeah, increasing walk rate, high FIP. Patrick no Corbin interest. had two four seven FIP by the way. Well, listen, it's good. Yeah, you it's know good. you know Patrick Corbin's been All my right. son for a long time. Two trades. Yes. First, you mentioned it. Michael Franco and a prospect, prospects, whatever it is. Uh, Yates was on my list. I also like Craig Stammon. That dude's a really good pitcher, too. I would take Craig Stammon in a package. But I actually was targeting also a, a bat from there, kind of mm. like you did the Whit Merrifield thing, but a little bit lower radar type guys. Um, different fits, different guys. My top choice would be Franchi Cordero or Fran Mel Reyes. I would take Hunter Renfro, too. But one of those three bats, just bringing another bat near a guy who's young, a guy who's shown a little bit in the major Travis Janikowski? Travis Janikowski, I like less than those guys, but it's, he's a nice fourth outfielder, you know, and, and likely with the the way that would stack up, these guys would probably be part-time players as well. But especially yeah. if, if you look to trade away a Nick Williams in a deal or something, I like those three guys. I think there's upside there. And 
The Padres don't have enough spots to play guys. Will Myers ended the year at third base for them. That's awful. That is something they're not going to do. No. They like Will Myers as a part of their team. So I love the connection there. I love that they've been in on Franco, so I like that a lot. And then um, two pitchers were on the market and I think would cost a lot. I think James Packin is a guy we talked about. You're not as psyched to get Paxton as I would be, but at 32 years left on his deal, a really good price. I would make the move. I know he's had injury issues, but last year they were basically freak injuries. It wasn't wearing terror type stuff. He got hit by a ball, that type of stuff. But um, the whole eagle thing, I mean, I don't know why we wouldn't want him here in Philly. But <laughs> no, I and let me preface, super talented. Let me preface this by in saying National League. Let me oh. preface this by saying that I love James Paxton. He's one of my favorite pitchers in the league. Mm-hmm. I like. I just he's one of my faves. It's just that never healthy, never com- never competed for the ERA title. Two years left on his deal, 30 years old, even though in my mind he's like 27 perpetually. Like he's always just 27. Yeah, I like to say you just keep pitchers at particular. I'm telling you, man. Chris Archer is not actually 30 years old. (laughs) Chris Archer's 30 years old? I think so. I think he's like 29. Wow. Um, Um, But yeah, no, I I, I like Paxton. I'm wondering how much it's going to cost. Well, that's the issue, right? It's like, what are you giving up for him? And I would give up Medina in a deal for Paxton, uh, but I don't know if Medina fronting a deal for Paxton. Yeah, Archer's going into his age 30 seasons. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that that one feels old to me. He did it in 2012. It's unbelievable. Um, and the other name, and look, the Paxson deal I think would cost more than this next one, but I would trade for Madison Bumgarner. Only one year left. I don't think the Giants are re-signing him. I know you're kind of down on him, but look, he's been hurt the last couple of years with freak injuries, you know, yep. falling off dirt bikes and stuff. I think that Madison Bumgarner still has a couple of years left. I also think that he's one of those pitchers who I think will age well. I know that you're worried about the fastball decline and stuff, but he's a smart pitcher who's got movement. I feel like we see it all the time, these older lefties who kind of grow into the second part of their career. Tom Glavin, a perfect example. CeCe, a perfect example. I think Bumgartner could be that type of pitcher. And obviously we know he's a horse. Obviously we know the playoffs and all that stuff. So I I, I don't think it would cost as much as as you might think with one year left on the deal and an unlikely Giants to re-sign him type of situation, especially with Farhan there now. Yep. I like the idea of trading for Madison Bumgarner. And I think Bum, uh, I think I think it'd be dumb to trade him this offseason because there's a bunch of lefties on the market mm-hmm. and I think they get more from him mid-season. At the deadline, yeah, I agree with you. I so, think so too. Um, with Bumgarner, one year left on his deal, um, and I don't. I, I agree that I think he's going to age well, but if we're getting Bumgarner, I want people to understand that he'd not going to be like the ace of all aces. Right. Like he's well, I'd be, be getting him as a two is the point. Or basically, a three, I, yeah. you, know, you know who I see him aging a lot like? Pettit. I'd be fine with that. Pitches forever. Yes. Always competitive. Wins that's big the, games. That's the yes. That's what I see in Bumgarner, cool. and I think that'd be a great addition for this team. Two concerns: uh, strikeout rate dropped to seven point six this year. It's not great, but again, the the injury thing it never strike up for nine. Kind of never seemed fully ready to go. Walk rate yes. walk rate climbed to three. Uh, walks worry a little per, walks bit per about nine. That. Sure, um, but I agree with you. I think he's a smart pitcher. Uh, I think he's a guy that ages well, and if he can be our pettit, like if we can have if we can have Nola. Corbin, that's what I'm talking about. Bum is our that's three. what I'm saying, dude. Like, think um, and, about that. And just and then, send Arietta to and the woodshed. See you, see you, Jake. I mean, look, Jake's got, Jake's going to be in the rotation this year, but I feel like after that, like, whatever, final year of his deal, I wouldn't be shocked if they moved on or right. if they found a way to. And then you know, you see which of Eflin, Pavetta, Velasquez, and I'd be fine to trade one of those guys somewhere if it helps you land pieces as well. Velasquez but, back to Houston, maybe in very for JD Davis. <laughs> Let's just get J.D. Davis here. For All me, that matters. If, if they get J.D. Davis, oh. it's just going to be like, everyone's going to be like, Jack, you did it. You did it. They listen to the podcast. Even J.D. Davis's dad yes. is apparently so your best friend on Twitter. All good friends. Um, 
but yeah, that's interesting. Baumgartner, um, I wonder what it cost. It can't be that much. It yeah. just can't. And I feel like at the deadline, like for me, Harper's only the beginning for this team. Like, I agree. They're going to get Harper, and then they're going to start really spending, really getting aggressive, and really they trying to overhaul. They want to win next year. They want to win immediately. They want to win as fast as possible. And you're not, you're not, you're not selling Bryce Harper on a one year like a rebuild. Not the a rebuild. Phillies are the Phillies are trying to be a World Series contender right now. Bryce. This past season, they were not, and they had that. You know, the first half, like we've talked a million times. You know, they were better than expected, them worse than expected. They even out to be about right, probably where they should have been. This year, they're going for it. Yes. So I think it's only the beginning and they're going to start really, you know, they're going to start really, really going after it. So um, oh, I'm so excited, Jack. Yeah, I'm, it's, I'm it's, it's, fired it's up right now, man. So if you're, if you're the deadline and you're trying to go for it, they're going to be in the Mad Bomb Sweet Stakes. I think it's going to be it's going to be us and the Yankees. Always. They've long been linked to to Madison sure. Bumgarner. I feel like the the Astros are probably getting involved. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, inter- I'm interested. So, By the way, that's a name I forgot to mention next year's free agents who's going to be a really interesting name. Garrett Cole, a free agent after this upcoming season. Right. So that's a, a pitching name who okay, is very so interesting. I want to throw back to the Pettit thing real quick. Um, in, in his age 30 season, much like Mad Bum's age 28 season, 22 starts. And then in Pettit's age 32 season, which is two years older than Mad Bum, only made 15 starts. And then after that... 33, 36, 36, 33, 32, until he was 38 years old. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I'm, who knows if steroids play a role, but whatever. It's fine. Right. I'm more in on Mad Bum after this conversation. Thank you. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I aim to do here, Jack. Huh. Um, all right. I'm excited, man. Like, we're, we're going to be talking. We'll, we'll have a pot out every week, but like, we could, uh, we could be talking about Bryce Harper literally being in Philly in the very near future. It's exciting. Jack. We're going to hear you sing? <laughs> is um, this happening? Are we going to tease people and wait another no, I don't want to tease people. I just don't know how I want to do it. Like, should I, just start, should I just start going? I feel like acapella is the way to go. <laughs> I mean, like, we're not doing some, like, you know, mixing down and all the editing and putting the music in. And all. Just, yeah, no, no one really wants to do that, do yeah. they? I mean, we could. I mean, you'd be doing it. So you you can make it sound however you want to make it sound. You're, the, you're in charge here. I'm leaving after this. Um. All right. You're going to turn your chair around like they would in the voice. Oh, oh, man. All right. I'm literally turning And when chair. you hear it, that's when you start turning around and be like, oh, that's it. That's the moment. How long should I go? Though? Should I go like the first? Do the first verse. The first verse? But yeah. then, you know, then I can really get into it uh, the, the second verse. Go as long as you want. Whatever you feel like doing. I love that you're asking questions where you're the one doing it. Whatever you want to do. I'm turning around. I'm, I'm going to stand up. Turn. Okay. All right. Oh, this is tough. This is nerve-wracking. <laughs> come on. You got up. You spoke in front of everybody at your wedding. I mean, come on. You can handle this. There's no one in the room but me. I know. All right. <laughs> and now she's back in the atmosphere. Drops of Jupiter in her hair. <laughs> she acts like summer and walks like rain. Reminds me that there's a time to change. Yeah. Since the return, I'ma stay on the moon. She listens like spring, but she talks like June. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. But tell me, did you sail across the sun? Did you make it to the Milky Way to see the lights are faded? That heaven is overrated. Tell me. Did you fall from a shooting star? One without a permanent scar, and then you missed me while you were looking for yourself out there. 
Oh man, that's look that's at hard. that! You went for it. That was. Uh, I can't. I haven't had that note in years. It, it wasn't Still great. It was okay. My, I'm so dry. <laughs> the guy from Train's probably better. Oh yeah. Well, listen. <laughs> I have a sore throat. Bartridge giving you a six out of ten. Yeah, no, it wasn't great. I can I can hit the notes. <laughs> I haven't hit those. I haven't hit those notes in years. Hey, I wanted to go hey. like. I wanted to go like. I wanted to change it up. And be, tell me. And I can't have the notes anymore. Like back in seventh I grade. I, I don't can't go that. Seventh grade. I I, you got to drop it a registry. Tell me. Yeah, yeah. Down yeah. there. But tell me, did the wind sweep you off your feet? Ah, I can't do it. It was not great. I used to do it. It was great. My voice I is hoarse it. now. I loved how great I can't, and not great it was. I can't. I can't do a whole podcast on Bryce Harper and then be expected to also sing Drops of Here's Jack. the thing. I don't think CeeLo Green would turn his chair around, Jack. Yeah, well, no. If I, if I had, if I had time to, if I had time to prepare, I would have. Uh, you had to, as long as you needed to. If you I didn't, knew if this didn't was have, happening. If I didn't have mucus in my throat, I probably could have hit those notes. He sounds like Joe DeCamera over there. Excuses, mm. excuses, excuses. Yes, yeah, so the life of disappointment continues. <laughs> as long as we get Bryce Harper, yeah, who cares? Uh, who cares? About Bryce if Harper. we get Bryce Harper, I'll sing something for you guys. Mm, I don't think you can sing. I could definitely do better than that. I'm pretty sure about that. No, you can. <laughs> no, you can. Oh, that was awesome. I don't think it was awesome. It wasn't. I'm very disappointed. It was all, you should be. It was pretty bad, but everyone else enjoyed it. I had a couple moments. Yeah, you were. You had some moments. There were spots where yeah. you could, Here's the thing. You could, there were spots in there where you could tell that at a certain point you were able to sing. Yeah. That point is no longer now. Mm, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. Although I, I should have chose a different song. Like if, I was doing, if I was doing a mayor song, I could nail it. Okay. I, I chose the wrong song. It's what it boils down to. Your body is a wonderland. It's a terrible song. Yeah. It wasn't great. You're the one who boasted about it. This is all your fault. Well, because when I was younger, I said I could, do, I, could, <laughs> I, could, I could do Drops of Jupiter. And then I started listening to Drops of Jupiter again. I was like, I can't do this. Uh, uh, heartbreak city. Yeah. I think it was not I mean, just for you. I think everyone else is pretty happy with it. Mm, well, no one actually wants to hear you sing well. I think they would much rather you do I terrible. I sing well. well. Well, that's for you. <laughs> Any final thoughts besides not doing great at singing? I'm, I love that we're just talking. You can't edit it out. You can't do anything. It's just become too big a part of the show now. Yeah. Well, what can you do? You, sometimes hey, you got, some I of, sang in the last episode or a couple episodes of Go Birds Go. I sang in a Cockney accent. I sang from My Fair Lady. So sometimes. You just got to be all right doing whatever for Sometimes anybody. you have to put yourself out there. And that's, that's what, what I'm I did. saying. I sang in a Cockney accent. Um, all I want is a room somewhere. I won't do it again. All I want is a room somewhere. I don't know. Far away from the cold night air. Were you in, were you in like. Like, it's my fair like, lady, man. No, but were you in like uh I could see you being in plays when you were younger. Oh yeah. I loved the theater. Oh god. I was. I was uh I was the lead and witness for the prosecution. I had like four times the amount of lines of everybody else. Nailed it. Sounds about right. I was awesome. I All was right. a great actor. I had presence, Jack. Mm. I had presence. Maybe I'll do a monologue sometime. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. I used to kill that the monologue in Chasing Amy, where he finally tells her he loves her, where he's like Love you, man. Wow. I, I used to kill that monologue. Is that what you say to Bryce Harper? <laughs> I would in a second, man. No. Oh, I it's all I think about. Love you, Bryce Harper. I went home. I love a lot you, of Bryce Harper. We promise Jack won't sing anymore if you sign here. No, but like I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> my best. My best <laughs> no, representation. Really, of my singing I, I would assume. I would hope not. My, my voice is. <laughs> my voice is sore. Fritzy, final thoughts. I don't have a final thought. It's just I'm gonna I'm gonna sing again on this podcast. Okay, you have to redeem yourself now. Yeah, that was bad. It was bad. Because At least my, you know my voice. I have mucus in my Stop throat. Stop making excuses. How am I supposed to sing? Stop making excuses. I don't. I can make as many excuses as I want. My ass is on the line. 
Anyway. Yeah. That's why you got to do better. Um, your bullpen was trash. That's all I'm going to say. And it's cool. not going to age well. Um, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's my final thought. Even when you're thought. singing, so it'll be good. It'll <laughs> be good. final thought. Everyone just uh, remember to rewind about five minutes so you can hear Jack attempt to sing again. And we will put um, we will put a poll up saying whose plan did you like better? Oh, I like that. Yeah. Whose plan did you like better? Yeah. And how bad was Jack at singing? We'll put that like terrible, horrendous, nah. awful, too bad to even vote. Those nah, will be the someone, will vote. someone will say it was good. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so, man. Definitely hey, hey, if you thought if, Jack if singing- If you gave me music in the background, If you thought Jack better. singing was good- I didn't good. have mucus in my throat. If the dog wasn't barking and it wasn't windy <laughs> outside, I would have been fine. The dog ate your singing voice. How about that?